there's something I'd like to talk to you about at this particular moment. And that's about the one thing that we won't be able to do together unless we all become as one. And if we all become as one, and then we can walk through it together. Now, I ain't walked through it all the way yet, but there was a time I walked into it and I had to go into it alone. That's this place called the Halls of Karma. Now, when you go into the Halls of Karma the way I did, I don't know, it might have been hallucination, but I think it was real. See, I felt the presence of the two energies, the positive and the negative, of God and the devil, however you want it. And they was pulling and deciding on wondering what to do with my soul. And I couldn't take this at this moment because I had to come back to be with you people to do a thing. And I proved to them in bargaining with them that I had a thing to do for the good of all of us. Out of this bargain, the devil, he got my body for the good and his needs while I'm here on earth. And the Lord, he's got my mind for the good of the universe and for the good of man. And they both, they got me in between because they both got my soul. So the next time I come up, I want the Lord to please have mercy on my soul. Welcome in, everybody. It's a beautiful day. And before we get anywhere, we got to get straight to the act. We got an axe to grind. Right. Well, we're, sh we're right off, hot off the heels of the biggest month ever for Golden Globus Theater, the Death Wish month. Excuse me, for Golden Globus Theater? For podcasts well, nationwide. Yeah. yeah. The only podcast better is the Greek uh, serial podcast. It's so big that we had a celebrity comment. I guess he's been listening to us for a while. Do you, you know a man by the name of Michael McKeon? No, you know, I, I haven't seen him in any of my favorite Pure Flix movies, so well, I don't you know you probably remember him more as David St. Hubbins, lead singer of Spinal Tap. Oh. That, he, mm. he commented on our Death Wish 5 episode. And suffice it to say, Griff and I, he's working on a sequel to Spinal Tap, and he asked Griff and I to look it over and see if we could punch up the script. And we said, sure, if we have time. If we have time. Because we're busy men. But yes, you're right, Griff. We got to get down to the brass tacks because we had a, a we had a plethora of great guests last month. And by the way, kudos to us for finding this talent. How about that? Yeah, we're talent finders. Like yeah. we should be scouts for the lions. We right. should be. You know, everyone should be. There's already a lot of people knocking at our door, but everybody's was great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love all you guys, but it's not up to us because we said at the beginning of this month. That one of you's got to go. Whoever had the least amount of downloads first week, you're banished. You can't be on the show anymore. We don't want to do this, but you gotta, you gotta light a fire under people to, to give them your best. And I think we, we worked, Griff. I think they gave us our best. Yeah, their best. It's a, we always give our best. It's a capitalistic way, right? And we're nothing but good Catholic boys over here, right? So, without further ado, we're gonna announce. Oh, it's, it's so painful to do this. But I it has know. to be done. We have to rip the bandaid off. I no, I just I don't I don't feel right, Mark. You I'm gonna close my eyes, you do it. Okay, can I get a drum roll? The loser of Death Wish Wish Month is I 
can't do it, Griff. I, it's too hard. How do we do it? I, I, when we watched this movie, this movie that changed our lives that we're going to talk about, Revelation Road. I, but five minutes, I think you felt the same way. Five minutes into it, I felt like a bolt of lightning went through my body. I fell to my knees. I started crying. The same experience. Right. And I was like, Lord, if you can just give me a sign, if you can just make this movie end, I know that I will give my life over to you and spread the gospel of Jesus. And Griff, an hour and 22 minutes later, the movie ended. You know what that means. That means that's a sign from God. He wants us to spread the word, the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. This movie had an absolutely astounding effect on me. Normally, me and uh, Brother Murray would record our podcast on Saturday nights, which everyone knows is the Devil's Night. We recorded doing drugs, exactly fucking whores. Oh, Murray would just sit back and watch me just plow heroin through my veins, but not anymore. Not this anymore. is this is Sunday early in the afternoon. Me and Murray got together. We met just half, got back from church. We met a church halfway in between our houses. I'm, hold, I'm, I'm holding a serpent right now. I'm getting ready to speak in tongues. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we were practicing speaking in tongues on the way We're practicing. back. Practicing. The Lord goes through our body and makes it speak that way. Right. Right. For sure. We're just practicing our vessel. Hey, Millie, can it you up. hold this this serpent for me, please? <laughs> Thank you. And, of course, we're, we're coming back from church. We're feeling the spirit. Got a glass it, of strychnine I'm just sipping on. We're feeling, not going to hurt me because the Lord will protect me. We're feeling the spirit, and we were, we were thinking we were just going to pray quietly or something, but then we realized, no, we got to use this energy. Jesus is we in gotta us. We got to use the platform that God granted us because, we, we, like I said, Death Wish Month was huge for us. Brought in new people, and we got to spread the word to these new people. Right. That God loves them. We did, of course, stop over at a Coney Island to get a quick breakfast because you need to put the energy in you. My a couple, carbs. A little carbs and everything. And we refused to wear a mask because I didn't see it anywhere in the Bible that we should be wearing masks. I, I think it has something to do with the number of the beast. I think, I think so, too. I think what's being revealed under, or, uh, you know, hidden under there is like some really dastardly shit so we refused to wear a mask right. we spit on people as they booed us as well we i by. was i told everybody i think last week that i was going to get my second shot and i was like i don't need a second shot god's gonna fucking yeah yeah exactly uh, i mentioned it before i was supposed to do the same thing but i was like i got the j cells in me right i i don't need this and you know what i was feeling a little under weather that day you know i was vomiting blood i was uh, uh, what what other uh, symptoms did I have? I was sweating uh, pee out my forehead. Sweating pee, wow. Yeah, I was having some really weird <laughs> symptoms and not even... Uh, you, you weren't eating Vinny's? Was that, <laughs> that's a symptom of Vinny's. I looked it up on WebMD and they didn't even know what that was. It was the Lord. It had to be. <laughs> so I, I prayed to the big J and uh, next thing you know, I'm cured of COVID. I don't have whatever that COVID was anymore. Exist. In my world, COVID doesn't exist. So I just want to say to all those guests, you're safe for now. Because we're living by WWJD right now. What yeah. would Jesus do? That's right. Murray, this is a very important movie. We've already stated that fact. we got very important characters telling a very important story about redemption. So our hero in this Is that movie, why every actor in this movie is a recovering addict? Uh, yes, that okay. is exactly why. They're, okay. they're, they're lost sheep like we were. All one right. week ago. They burnt their bridges with Hollywood, and then they found God. It's they crazy how that happens. God. It's it's excellent how that happens. It's yeah. powerful. His light. Right. We see his light in this movie. 
Mm. It's a bright light. I don't know how many lumens, but it's a lot of lumens. You could probably grow some good plants with it. So, the dankest of Jesus weed. So, Murray, um, this movie again. Our hero, like us, he doesn't understand his way. Of course he doesn't. He has frosted tips. He's got frosted tips. He's got blonde highlights in his hair. (laughs) It's a very interesting (laughs) choice for him. Middle-aged man, yeah. Did it feel very 2013 to you? <laughs> Time means nothing to me. I don't know. Is there a 2013? What does that even mean? <laughs> Everyone, the best 20 years, everyone's been dressing the same, acting the same. Yeah. Society has just stopped and stagnated. There was a lot of flip phones in this. I don't remember yeah. flip phones being well, around in 2013. I guess you can't track them or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they on the internet and all that shit. So we, we are following the story of a traveling body armor salesman. Yeah, bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest, who's meeting up with a colorful a cast of, you know, gun sales, or, you know, gun enthusiasts, just like, you know, good Christian people. Oh, good Americans. And, of course, our story is about the end of times because that's what life's about is the end of times. Right. And it's the we, only book you need to read in the Bible is Revelation. And we need to get there faster. So, I mean, Murray, have you done anything in in uh, in the last week to get us to the end faster? Because that's what we're all about now. Uh, I just run my car nonstop, even when I'm not driving it. Mm. Yeah, I um, I li- I anything that I have emits carbon, I just let that run all day. That's right. I'm expanding my carbon footprint. <laughs> I've been narrowing it for so it's long. Like Bigfoot expanding it felt so good. Right, we don't need to save the world because we don't want the, we want the world to end so we can go on to the ne- the next world. We need to get there faster, right? You know, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, the other thing about this movie is that we have a biker gang, and I'm confused on what's going on with the biker gang. Are they tough or are they like like a metal Christian band tough? I can't figure it out. Were you intimidated by them at all? Well, no. They were all like like real life bikers. They were all elderly. They were all like forty years or older, mm-hmm. and uh, they their their shades were entirely too clean for a post apocalyptic world. They all did their, their Ray Bans or whatever the fuck they were wearing. I don't know. Sunglasses. It just goes to show you, good Christian boys like Brian Bosworth. They just they have put that life so far behind them. They can't they can't really act in it anymore. They don't know. They don't want to go back to that dark place. So our bikers are kind of tame, you know? Yeah, like real-life bikers. Like real-life bikers. Weekend bikers. They're they're pretty tame. Got their brand-new Harley that they only drive on the weekends. Brand-new Harley, only drive it maybe once a month. They they don't sleep and eat on it like the old, you know, biker gangs of the days past, Hell's Angels. Right, they're all lawyers and shit. They're, they're all lawyers. In fact, they, they were— Beating up that FDA or the uh, Fed Fed agent, and they were telling him about habeas corpus and everything. They were throwing lawyer words around and saying you're under citizen's arrest and everything. There was a cool hammer, though. Was it cool? It's a symbol of heathenism, which is against goes against my beliefs. Oh, now I I'm so new to this. I didn't even realize that it's called symbolism, Griff. Symbolism. Brian the Bosbarian represents. Godless heathenism, as seen in uh, Norse uh, worship, like Thor. Oh, so that's why he had the hammer. That's why and it was, was called the hammer. Yeah, 
Great name. Was that why he was throwing lightning bolts around too? Yeah. Well, there's lightning. Well, yeah, there's lightning bolts aplenty in this movie. Something that didn't make my notes, but needs to be pointed out as well. This movie is we're seeing constant earthquakes, and there's no storm clouds, but there's lightning everywhere it's sunny too. Outside, they're in the desert. Constant lightning. Yeah. And I feel I feel sorry, but at least we know the we read one review on IMDb, and the person said I thought I was watching a post apocalyptic movie, and at first I was very upset when I realized it wasn't, but then by the end of his review, he's like, "I'm born again. I love the Lord. I was down over at church. I went to Chick Fil A, and they were closed, and I broke in, and I took what I wanted because." That's Is that why there's a chicken American shortage? Way. Did you hear about that? There's a chicken shortage. There's a chicken shortage? Yeah. That's another sign of the end of times. Yeah. The Lord has taken away our favorite food. Poultry. Fried chicken? Yeah. Fried chicken. Just love the chicken sandwiches. You get the, you get the uh, uh, what, what is it called? The rotisserie chicken? It's yeah. good stuff. Murray, before we blather any longer, I want to say a prayer to take us into the trailer. Dear Lord... Bless us on our journey of investigative endeavors. Give us the strength to convey obfuscated details with clarity. I can't even obfuscate that word. Allow our words to reach the masses and enlighten their day. Allow them to not just hear, but feel and understand each character so that they too reinvigorate their souls with your holy power. Now, Lord, you know we are imperfect. We have chastised one of your sheep. The jolly one whose name we do not speak, but we do, be- we do beg your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for your guidance on our own Revelation Road. Amen. Hey, hon. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I miss you. When are you coming home? I'll be home tomorrow. I promise. Good. It seems like you've been on the road for weeks this time. Got to keep plugging away if I'm going to put in for that promotion, right? Mister, you're a fine salesman. I'll buy the vest. Don't move, old man. I'll waste you. Hang it up. Adios, amigo. Who are you? Senior records. They're completely blank before five years ago. Is that right? What would you put your trust in to save your family? They're all gonna pay. What do I have to do to make you feel anything? Will you pray with me? There's some things about me that I told you, things that I thought I could contain. Is that normal? Nothing about this day is normal. Feels like the whole world's falling apart if you ask me. Barbarians, mount up! He said, come unto me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's the truth, Josh. Jesus is a bridge. A bridge that can take you home. So you're the worthless creature they said to take me down? Doesn't 
matter what you've done in the past, you can wipe it all away, start a whole new life. Okay, I know you don't believe, but Jesus does love you. And he can forgive you if you want to be forgiven. Sometimes it's very hard for ones who are lost to see the light. It's all out there for you. The freedom, the peace, your family. Jesus can help bring you home. All right, welcome back, all you good Christians out there. Let's get right into this movie. Delightful little promo about the end of times. And my God, like I said, we're looking forward to Oh, I just used this name. Excuse me, everybody. Delightful pro- promo about the end of times. I'm so looking forward to it. What? It was confusing because I'm led to believe by this opening that it's like the opening of Road Warrior. Yes. It's like famine pestilence war black president it's all the horrible things you could think of everything awful about it i i always have in my own ptsd seeing those little flashes i'm glad it ended pretty quickly nancy pelosi i mean this is evil yeah i saw i saw an order for a cheese pizza in there we know what that means of course we do yes so it's hell on earth or is it because things look pretty okay when we see the movie It's getting there. It's getting there. It's inch by inch. It's like it's so. It's like this is for this is the first movie of trilogy, right? That's what I'm coming to understand. By the way, what 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 constitutes a saga? I think you need more than three. I think three is a trilogy. Yeah, I think at least five. I would say is a saga. I think Death Wish could be considered a saga. Oh, it's definitely a saga. Okay, that's why I'm throwing it out there. So yeah, Hell on Earth, or is it? It's like Mad Max. It's just the start. That, the reviewer was right that they do kind of open it up, making it look like Mad Max. Uh, but we see a Fed being beat up. We see up. a guy in a suit. We don't know why he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. We see a guy getting his, getting his buns beat in. We're using very, very safe words this week, Murray. And uh, he, he's getting his buns beat in. There's a little bit of raspberry jam on his face, and they're trying to get the smudges out, you know? And... We got all of our bikers surrounding him, suicidal tendies with his, the bill of his hat flipped up. He's got Soul Collector, Soul Collector written on it. This is a guy you don't want to mess with. Well, he's got tattoos on his face. He's crazy. He's crazy. Very nice, clean wraparound Oakley shades. Yeah. Fender Tremello would not be impressed with these He shades. wouldn't. I don't think Fender would like this world because it's not <laughs> dirty enough for him. Right. Well, like, well Cyborg is probably 20 years after this. 20 years. Yeah. That uh, sounds about yeah, right. 20. And so we're we're seeing this guy get beat up, and then we see the hulking shoulders of Bosbot. What'd you call him? Brian the Bosbarian. Bosbarian. Mm, good. Yeah, like a good like name. A, Bear pelt? Hog pelt? Hog, hog pelt? Uh, hog pelt. Hogs aren't hairy, are they? Boars are, I guess. I think boars are, yeah. Sure. But it, it it was just like frayed hairs. It looked like he shaved a macho man's head and like stuck it to the <laughs> shoulders as like epaulets or something. Yeah. So we see got him. Got some of those wigs from last week's movie and just glued him yeah. together and slapped him <laughs> on his shoulder. Very sinful movie we did last week. This yeah. is the good movie. Yeah, this is what you want. Now on, we're doing pure films. Pure flicks. Flicks. Yeah. Not to be confused with pure romance, which is a sinful place. Do not go there. So the Bosbot, wait, why do I keep saying Bosbot? I got robots on my mind because in my version of uh, the end times, robots kill us all. You and Terminator, yeah. Yeah, okay. Skynet. So Bos tells everybody, hey, stop. 
And then he gets up in the Fed's face and he's telling him, like, you thought you were going to get us. What what getting is there? There's a lot of, like, illusions of things we don't know. So, Boz, I thought he was – I thought he was – I thought he was, like, in charge of the P2P in the future. Remember, this is – I think this is a continuation of the Stone Cold character. It has to be. He he was this uh, misguided sheep back then and now he's guided. Uh. So he's after a cowboy died. Wait, that's I'm mixing movies here. He realized he needed to change his life and become a drug dealer and become a drug dealer. Again. Yeah, at first, he was stopping the P2P, and I was like, "Hey, when in Rome, let's do it." Might as well. It well, the up. world's ending because we learned there's 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 pain in his life we don't know about, and they but they, they do a terrible job of telling <laughs> us about it either yeah. in either very upfront ways or very you know subtle ways. They do none of that. They just make faces at the camera sometimes, like they got to poop. So the Fed man certainly has to poop because he's very, very anxious at, in this moment. But uh, the Bosbarian tells him, let him walk. And he starts running down. We're under, like, power lines and everything. I don't know what the symbolism of that is supposed to be. Is that somewhere in the Bible? Power sure. lines? It's against God's will. I believe they're the highway to the devil. It was, I have a feeling this movie was filmed with a, a phone. It's kind of the cinematography of this movie. It looked that way, and the way they zoomed in on everyone's face, like everything. Maybe Danzig saw this movie and got some ideas on how to uh, frame a shot. Because just hold it really long. They constantly hold really long, and they constantly get right in people's faces. Like when I was trying to get uh, pictures for you, it was constantly like, "Oh, this would be good." Oh, wait, the whole frame is the guy's face. So there's a lot of Boz like that. Anyways, Boz uh, lets the guy run a little bit, but he's just toying with him like the most evil of evil people. And then he calls for Greg the Hammer Valentine no, or just the hammer. Just the hammer. Just the hammer. And he lays the hammer. It's this gigantic battle hammer. It's bigger than fucking Thor's hammer. Long ass handle on it. And he starts chasing the guy on his hog. And then we're led to believe that he just crushes the guy's head or something. I don't know. This is too violent, but we get to see people get shot a hundred times a little later down the road well, here. That's God's way. Exactly. Yeah. God wants the death to be quick and also painful. <clears throat> so we know these are some bad hombres. Yep. We're gonna you know we're gonna be seeing them the rest of this trilogy. Not saga, trilogy. Trilogy. Genesis is a saga. This is just a trilogy. Anyways. We cut over to Josh driving down that lonely road. He's got some kind of muscle car. He's got a Buick Skylark. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a muscle car, is it? No. <laughs> and it's an old fucking car. And he's like checking out his blonde highlights in the rear view. He's distracted. This is he's living that high life. You know, he goes to Applebee's once a week. He dances with the hostess. Uh, he's a closer when it comes to selling Kevlar vests. Yeah, he gets the margarita. He's. He's he's got to find the way, you know. He's living a sinful life. He probably bangs all of the the waitresses at the at the Applebee's. Yeah, I definitely think he definitely is. gets their number. He's at least flirting and trying to get their numbers. Yeah, and he's like, "Let me can I put this in my flip phone? Hold on. Let me flip my bleach blonde hair and then." And since he doesn't, you know, he can't text. He's got to do like the number and then go like A B C, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the old days, like the old you text days. with a flip phone." 
And so as he's driving, he pulls a nice melted chocolate bar off his dash, and he squeezes the peanuts and the caramel into his mouth. It's disgusting. And we see the rumbling because I, I mentioned it before. We Apparently the end times are upon us because you see the lightning, and he's like, where, where is this coming from? The audio's getting distorted, and um, Earth's quaking a little bit. And then his phone rings, and he looks at it. He's got the little window on the outside of the flip phone, and he sees it's Rachel calling. So we uh, get a nice little conversation here with Rachel, his wife. And the mother of his child. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, when are you coming home? I need you back home. Because he's been on the road for months. Months. And he's like, look, I got to make the bacon for you, baby. I, I, I can't come home. Uh, how do you think we afford the big old McMansion of ours? And, you know, all the clothes you wear, those nice clothes and all right. that. Yeah, that's all from. And she's like, I don't care. All I need is you and Jesus in my life. Pray mm. with me. He's like, I'm cramping my style, baby. I, 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 I can't pray. I'm on the road. I, I don't want to crash. Can we do this later? <laughs> I like it because he flips his hair. It's not my style. God, I got to tell. Oh, excuse me. Sir, I got to tell him he needs to find the Lord quickly because he's, like, looking at his hair. He's got to get over his looks. Well, he's like his, like, roots are showing. He's like, ugh, I got to touch him up. And it's how not, am I going to find it in this desolate wasteland? It's not my where style. Are gonna, where are you going to find highlights in, in the, the apocalypse? I don't – usually there is a uh, Fantastic Sam's uh, right around an Applebee's. So he's, all, he's a Fantastic Sam's yeah, guy. Really? I thought he would go to uh, Lady J's. Oh, you think he would go? No, he's no. a he, he's a sinner. He is a sinner. Gosh, you know what? That's what he tells his wife. He goes to. He says, "Rachel, I'm going to Fantastic Sam's to get my my tips done." It was the Borex. I don't know if anybody remembers Borex. <laughs> I definitely do. Check it out. Check it, Borex. <laughs> Give yourself the look, look, look. Check it out. And people have been asking, "Where's the advertisements? You haven't done any ads lately." There's an ad for you, everybody. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so Borex existed. <laughs> <laughs> so lightning crashes and the apparently knocks out the f- cell phone signal, and then he stops. And it seems like he pulls off to the side of the road, but it's actually revealed a minute later that he stopped for a stop sign, and he gets smashed by a car. No, he doesn't. He gets tapped by it. It's like <laughs> literally, you don't even see the crash. You just look and you see a car like right next to his car. But they shook the camera a lot to make it seem like a bigger crash. That's good. That's that is uh uh, uh Peter Jackson level <laughs> cinematography right there. And this guy gets out, and you know he's a bad hombre because he's got all kinds of facial piercings going oh, on. Oh, and let's not even begin to talk about his shaved friend with the overalls and no shirt and a nipple right. exposed. Like, I don't even know what the – see, me and Murray, Brother Murray here, we're a little too new to the way of the Lord. So right. we're not catching all the symbolism. I know we're the greatest investigative journalist of all action podcasts. Now we're the greatest Christian investigative journalist. This is episode 1-1, one, one, you know? I don't remember. That was one of my favorite proverbs. One one. I love one, that one. One one. Yeah, Austin yeah. one one. <laughs> so this guy, this guy gets out. He's fierce. he's just got a little dent in his. But all these cars are old and junky as shit. <laughs> Whoa, Murray, brother Murray. Hey, the Lord wants me to use those words. Oh, okay. And so he gets out and gets all up in the grill of our boy Josh. And do we point out his name's Josh? Josh. Real sinner name. That, oh, I thought that was the Lord's name. 
thought that was one of his favorites. Joshua. Right up there with, oh, it's Joshua. Oh, he shortened it. That's how you mm. know. Right. See, I'm thinking of changing mine to Bartholomew. That's one of my favorites. That's good. And the guy is like, hey, you're going to pay for this? He's like, what? Because he's all confused. Like he's he's going through some shit. Well, the- Brother Murray, <laughs> please. I know the Lord is putting these words in your mouth because yeah, we're his vessel. But I just, it, it's Come on, start- the Lord knows our audience and it's, knows that they're potty mouths. It's startling me. We okay. need to clean it up. So he's demanding money at knife point. And our boy Josh He's been through something in his past, and we see, because the camera gets right up in his nostrils, that he's struggling with some PTSD. He's in some kind of fugue state. He's uh, and this. as we know, it's definitely not PTSD. It's just he hasn't accepted Jesus into his heart. I thought he was going to the trash lodge. Uh, you thought he was going to the trash right. lodge? Wasn't he holding like a die, a 21-sided die in his hand? There is, like, is a scene in a minute where it's <laughs> just his hand in focus, and he's blurry like it's from the ground up. And I did notice he had, he had something in his okay. That's what. And he's just holding, clenching his fist, and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna unload on this guy." I thought he was gonna pelt him instead of saying, "Brother, we're both, you know, the Lord's sheep. We should solve this another way." And thankfully, just as we're reaching our fever pitch here, a swarm of bikes roll up. And one real nasty guy with a nice, shiny, clean, new helmet and big old shiny glasses. Yeah, they've been living on the road forever. They're all super clean. Super clean. It's like the Walking Dead show. It's like 10 years in the apocalypse. Everyone has like stylish fucking clothes. Like, yep. Yeah. And they wa- they roll up. I thought they- I thought this guy was a member of the gang. I thought they were going to like join in. I thought so too. And this is a- another like swerve this movie throws us because uh, we've we've seen – the uh, Bosbarians actually beating up on people. We're thinking they just ruthlessly go around beating people up. So when they roll I up. I have a trouble because we all know the government is our enemy. We know so that. So they're beating up that Fed. Shouldn't we be on their side? I agree with that. I was cheering. I was like, get the Fed. That's why I thought Bosbarians. They were like going, small government, and then punching the guy in the exactly. face. Exactly. They're, they're good libertarians. They don't believe in any form of government. So, I'm confused. I don't know who to root for, who to root against. Because, again, Josh is a sinner. And I think that Bosbarian is doing the God's work here. Right. So I'm, like, confused because this hillbilly's pulling out a knife and he's threatening him. And it's like, the Lord doesn't want us to do that. But then again, maybe he was trying to cut his hair. Maybe he was trying to think that, like, the symbolism of cutting his hair would bring him back into the Lord. I don't know. Oh, boy. All I know is it's enough to scare off this joker that wants his money for his dented. Well, thing. one of them giggles. We got What, you g- boys going to be fighting over here? <laughs> you got to have a. You don't learn anything from Death Wish Month. You got to have a giggler in your you gang. You got to have a giggler. You're not a treacherous gang unless you, know you giggle. I want to see, see in a movie a gang of gigglers. There's only one guy who doesn't giggle, and the rest of them giggle. I like that. They're called the gigglers. I love it. Warriors, where was that gang at? We got to do a new Warriors movie. Golden Globus presents Warriors. So, yeah, the guy's like, well, you're lucky. And he gets in his car and just takes off. That's it. So everyone runs away. Josh, um, we just cut to Josh, who is now pulling up to Frank's Roadside <laughs> Guns General Jerky Store. and Frank's. That's all he sells, hot dogs, jerky, and assault rifles. I love this. This is where we get introduced to one of the greatest actors of all space and time, Ray Wise. 
He had his problems. He was Leland Palmer uh, in reality. Killed his daughter. Killed his daughter and did some other things to her as well. He killed RoboCop. Killed RoboCop. He he had to put all that behind him. He found the Lord, and now he's Ray Weiser. Ray all the wiser. (laughs) And he comes out, and he's looking at this guy, and he's like, oh, another one of those salesmen. Yep. And he's like, sir, sir, you really need this. I mean, how many times do you get held up? And he's like pulling out the Kevlar. He's By like, the way, we're we're seeing Ray grab a magazine. He's flipping through the pages. Uh, Boy, you really are a good salesman as he's just reading well, his Well, like any trader. good Christian, he has all the answers. So he's kind of just like this young boy. I'm going to have to school him. We, we see Frank is not interested in the Bulletproof Fest at all. Meanwhile, we see in the background guns everywhere. Frank is a fan of the firearm, but Frank finally whoa, 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 Bob, nice, nice bleach blonde tips. You know, they're streaks. I, I had those in '97. All right, it's 2000. When I was a sinner, I had those. Bro. Let me ask you, Murray. I want you to hit me with these three incredibly, brother well, Murray. Yeah, well, he's like, and these are I, you really think about these are the only questions you need to ask a person to like know who they are as a human being. This is even better than the play my play my data quiz that I give people. This is um, like I, I've mentioned before on the show that I'm like interviewing for new jobs. Uh, my last interview, I said I got three questions for you guys. You would and, nail it, and I questions. I hit these three questions, and they stood up and applauded. So the first question he asked Josh is, are you a family man? And Josh is like, well, I have a family. No! I I love that. Josh is such a sinner. He's just like, (laughs) I have a family. That's not what I asked. I said, are you a family man? And he's confused. He's he's been living sinful life for so long, he doesn't know what to say. Well, he's thinking about those riblets, man. He's got to get to Applebee's and get some riblets. Well, he's, you know, he's thinking about, he's got the the Franks, and they're on that little, like, 7-Eleven turn thing, the heater thing. Yep. You know, he's, like, slicking his lips. And he's like, question number two, do you believe in God? And he's like, I, I, I don't go to church or anything, but yeah, sh- sure. I, I mean, my, my, my wife only lets me put it in her if I tell her I believe in God, so I definitely say it. And he just goes, <laughs> all right, question number three. What would you put your trust in to save your family? That vest over there or God? And this is where we really see each other. He's going through that PTSD-like uh constipated look on his face again where he's like well he's looking for the answers at the, the trash lodge but the, the answers are, don't lie there exactly he so he's searching internally for this answer and everything frank realizes his struggle he's like but but uh i, I think we should just worry about you buying this vest because it really will say and frank's like i want you to take a piece of jerky and i want you to think about it for a minute or two and Frank wanders off to the back, shine his guns, reload, take them apart, put them back together or something. And then we just, we're left with just Josh, and he's gnawing on that jerky. Is and like he's jalapeno? Is that? Oh, it's very really smoky and delicious. <laughs> the flavors are so deep. Unlike me, I'm like a shallow bit of water. Maybe I should give this God guy a try. And uh, as he's really lost in thought, suddenly a perfectly acted... 12-year-old girl played by a 20-year-old woman. 20? I thought it was 30. She looked like... To me, I was having so hard of a time figuring out how old she was because she looked like she was in her 30s. Like, she's supposed to be a 12-year-old, but they dressed her... 
up, like yeah, with they makeup. Her, they gave her pigtails and she's sucking on a lollipop. You know, they put her in bright clothes and gave her a bright lollipop. She had, she's wearing a jumper, but then they had like uh, Power Rangers on it. But then they like did. did her makeup to make her look like an adult. So I was very confused about it. very mixed messaging. And she bumps it. She grabs her some cakes and a wallet. Well, she's living a sinful life too. She's the granddaughter of our hero. Frank, he's my hero, not Josh. And she, we learned she's from L.A., which we're, we we learned. I mean, this 2013, it's got to be at least 6,000, 7,000 people living in L.A. It's a big-ass booming city. Yeah. And so it's like life in the big city isn't like the, the real America. I have to imagine, unlike, on, on uh, I believe it was mid-late 80s uh, was the last time we were in L.A. with Death Wish 2. Uh-huh. There was church services Every yeah, other churches everywhere, yeah. Uh, but those got closed down because the government uh, closed down small yeah. businesses. Godless secular government. Godless secular government. So she doesn't have the Lord in her in her mouth. That's why she's here in uh, her grandparents. Her parents sent her away. Said you're too sinful. We can't control you. And you not, dre- you you look like you're thirty and you're twelve. <laughs> and Josh. He's flipping that Applebee's hair. He looks like he he's interested in this. Right. Like he's gonna take her back somewhere. Some I I was not comfortable in this situation at all. And he's like, look, give me my wallet back. I'll give you twenty bucks. Says, I'll take forty. She pulls a couple twenties out, and just as Josh is rearing back to punch her in the mouth, because he's a sinner, right? He will hit a woman and a child. Yeah, spare not the rod, as the <laughs> Lord told me. <laughs> Spoiled child. <laughs> And our man Frank comes back. He like you said, he just finished polishing the guns. And he's like, "Oh, you little, you give that money back, girl. You know that's against the Lord." And he's like, "All right." I, I you feel like you're going to go in a nice, silly little act break here, but no, because that beautiful screen porch door flies open, and three gangers run in. Oh, we recognize them. They're from the Bosbarians. And they're they're holding up, you know. Soul Collector is one of them, isn't it? Or is, Soul yeah. Collector comes later. Okay. So they're holding up the the place. They want all the money, of course, and of course, all the hot dogs off the rollers because right. robbing give me all your francs. Robbing a, a, a convenience store is going to make you hungry, and you got a lot of mouths to feed in the Bosbarians. So, got to get the dogs. And uh, we just see Josh. And he's going through the ch- changes on his face. He's going into that PC- PTSD-driven yeah, that dark lodge. or uh, the 21-sided 21, die. Yeah. The 666 die. Yeah, really. It's got the devil's die. It's got die. 666 dies. Wow, that's a big die. Yep. So he's clutching. Well, we know that Dungeon Dragons is a tool of the devil. That's like, a gateway. Mm-hmm. Learn that. Yeah, I, I had to burn all my D&D books when we found the Lord. Yeah, and they were worth some money, too. They were. I and, have some Gary Gygax signed books. Wow. And so he's just in this fugue state. He's like, his eyes are rolling back in his head. And it's not until he hears, because they have walkie-talkies in the Bosbarians. They're very well communicated. Yeah. And they call back over to the Bos, who's just, I don't know how far away, but he's block, like I think. <laughs> down the block, <laughs> hanging out with the I rest of them. I see you. <laughs> And he's like, how many people are in there? How's the plan going? They, apparently, they put a whole plan together. To, just to rob Just to store. hold guns and rob these people. <laughs> how many people are in there? It's three. No witnesses. Witnesses. <laughs> and uh, as soon as Josh hears that, 
He just like his eyes completely roll back, and Josh is no longer here. And he's instead, got the Matrix. Yeah, like this hand of God martial art is somehow he downloaded takes his place. karate. He downloaded karate. It looked. <laughs> it kind of looked like you know. Yeah. Okay. And so he beats the shit. He <laughs> does that snap move where he gets the guy holding the gun in his face. He snaps his arm, gets the gun, and he just drills him like four times point blank in the chest. He even takes a piss on him right there. And then he does a duck and dolomite uh, stomp. stomp on him. And yeah. Rudy Ray rub, out. rub out on the neck. And breaks it. As the other two are just in awe because he's emitting this holy light and aura to him, he just casually like kind of drifts over behind you know some cover and the guys are freaking out the one guy's got a shotgun he's shooting it all over the place oh uh, we see josh just fast and clean fast and loose pull the gun out and squeeze as he breathes do not pull he squeezes, squeezes. That trigger like you're supposed to Yep. and he kills a, a second guy and then the third guy takes off running you got boz on the radio just yelling what's going on what's going on oh i see you because he's a block away remember <laughs> yes right. he's a block away and so a third guy has taken cover he's like uh laying down and boz looks over to suicidal tendies and he's like all right get in there so we see him ride his bike 10 feet up to <laughs> into the storefront and he just sprays an uzi into the building and the one guy who got three slugs to the ass is like, you know, they carry him off. And, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're just left with the remains, and we're like, whoa, what, the, what just happened here? And then here? we just click over to Frank, and you see a little bit, a tiny bit of a bulge in his pants after what he had just witnessed. Oh, I see. He's got kind of the death wish thing going on, too, right. where his doesn't <laughs> act up until, okay. Yeah. Well, any real man only gets an erection when he sees death. You know? Son? I don't know what you just did here now. Who are you? Where are you from? But I got to tell you, I've been saying it all my life. The Lord empowers a good guy with a gun. And my friend, you are a good guy with a gun. It's powerful stuff. Josh, like, blushes a little. He's like, oh, it was nothing. I don't even know what I did. He doesn't know. He's like, what's going on with me? He's looking down at his hands. He's like, what are they talking about? The girl is just staring at his bulge. She's like, oh, my God. I gra- oh, excuse me, Lord. I grabbed the wrong cake. I should have grabbed the front cake. The hostess. The, the hi-ho. Is it? The hi-ho. We'll learn later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you cut to a block down the street. You see Boz. <laughs> his, guy, his guy's actually walked to get back to him. <laughs> and the guy got shot in the butt three times. He's dying. Apparently, his, his brain or artery was in his ass. Whoa, Murray, brother. Murray. The buttocks. <laughs> Please. As you've sweared like so many times in the past five minutes, but yeah. Wait, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, so, so he's like caressing. I'm like, is this like Road Warrior with the fucking dude with the mohawk and his lover? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Whoa, it could be a dude loving situation because, as we know, dude lovers are the worst people of all. Of course, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Boz. I went and. Uh, removed Commando from my memory because obviously we know that is a gay love story and right. gay love is this. <laughs> we same. Re- you bet. I-, I wish you listened to it because we removed it from our site. We're not going to. We had to. Yeah. We don't promote that anymore. Right. You. We we redacted almost all of our. We we we've been furiously going through. We removed all the swear words. Yep. It's probably 
Now you can spend five minutes listening to our episodes instead of two hours. Every Taffy episode, taff, the Tippy Taps after Taff, gone. All right? They're gone. No more Playboy specials. No, none no, of no, no. That, that wanton woman. No, she's not, even, she's not even welcome on this show anymore. We're good, clean boys here. Right. I said, put a ring on it. You can come on. I'm Choir Boy Griff, and we got the <laughs> Brother Murray. <laughs> Brother Murray. So he's like, they're all going to pay. They take um, Dead Guy back to their base, and you know he he's got he's got just like a tire filled with water that he's splashing into his face okay. because he's just having such a hard day. Yeah. And then we get he has a look over at Cat, who's looking down at him. Cat, who's the one woman in the gang. Yeah, she's the one woman. She looks like, you know, like a 32-year-old woman who should, you know, has her life together, but is hanging out with these ruffians for some reason. Well, we don't know because they're, they're like, there's these illusions. Well, we forgot to mention, in the background lurking, it's Sting! WCW wrestler Sting appears in this movie. And he's he's just a lackey. He's just, yeah, I don't think he's he's, he's the right hand man at least. Has, well, yeah, but he has no right hand man scenes at all. No. Well, one he has one. Well, maybe his 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 role gets fleshed out in the later movies. I don't know. But he's like him and Cat seem to be like uneasy with the situation of the gang. Like they don't enjoy the murder as much as the, like Soul Collector does. Soul Collector mm-hmm. loves killing people. They're at odds. Like we're like maybe there's some goodness still in these two. Yeah. And so we mentioned before that um, Bosbarian, he's into kind of those Norse god vibes right, and everything. Yeah. Paganism. So he's going to. We, we learn in Stone Cold. That's how you kill. A, that's how you bury a biker. You, you do you get the Viking funeral. Yeah. So they're going to give him uh, their, their lost giggler a Viking funeral. So and they're going to burn him. That means to set him on fire. And do it right. Do it Gotta right. Got to do it right. I don't know what that means. All right. So we're back at Frank's. The cops have arrived. They're They're like. You know, trying to figure out what's going on as well. And Frank is just like, Josh, Josh, Josh come on. The, the, the adults are talking here, you know. He's trying to talk to the sheriff, but Frank is just like, you got to come over for lunch. You got to come over for <laughs> my lunch. My wife would love you. Oh, my goodness. And the way my granddaughter looks at you, like, you should see your bedroom. Some cool stuff in there. Right. We'll let you stay the night. You can shack up with her. She's got good blankets. Chastely. You, you like pay it. $5 for the sheets. Oh. And we see the sheriff, played by Eric Roberts, who's now was a big actor. Now he's just known as Julia Roberts' brother, washed up brother. And I, I hope his role gets a little more fleshed out because he was in this one scene. Like, he's kind of a too big a star even to be in this one scene. Two. He yeah, two. Scenes? Okay. Because there is a scene with him in the sheriff's station as well. Oh, I thought this was the scene we were talking about. We're in Frank's right now, okay. which is how I let him. <laughs> Go on. But he's taken from Frank's, like your notes say, yep. to the sheriff's. Yeah. And but sh- it, it's at Frank's where, you know, Josh is like, I got to get back on the road. I got to get out of here. And they're like, oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't go anywhere. You just witness a crime. You have to stay here for at least 12, 15 days. <laughs> yeah. Until we figure everything out. What? Because, like, there's probably, this is the first murder in 20 years in this city. And they're like, they're so jammed up with other things, apparently. They're like, we'll get to you. But it can't be because they know about the Bosbarians. And they're like, those darn Bar- Bosbarian kids. They're, 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 they're like the uh, cops in all the Death Wish movies. They want Josh to take care of their problem for them. Yeah. Because you know about Bos. Yeah. We can't do extrajudicial murder because of the government. 
because the media, the left wing media. Yes, you know. but CNN, you know, lies. So you, as a private citizen, standing your own ground, practicing your two A, and I imagine you practice your one A while you're at it. You can do our extrajudicial murders for us. So you'll have something to do for the next several days. And winks at him. Oh, I like this. So he's like, he's like, there's a there's a flea bag motel down the street. Apparently, Josh has to pay for, to stay for five days. Like, yeah. you know, you're stuck here. <laughs> you pay for your own accommodations. And, All they have to uh, do is take his like, you know, this. What do they call it? You take your uh, information. I don't know. I don't know like there's a word for it, but yeah, and that's it. And like we'll get like give you like give us your like information where you live, your number. We'll get a hold of you. We that's need it. you. He no, did. they have to solve the crime until he can leave. What crime is there to solve? <laughs> like you have two of the suspects dead on the ground. Well, they don't have the other guy. You have two witnesses there who saw you know they what. Got to find the other body, and they're not going to find it because they did it right. They did it right. <laughs> As far as we know. So, yeah, they take him into the station. And they mentioned that the Bosbarians have been doing this for five years. Like, Or no, excuse me. Two to five? It was five to two years. Yeah. But then they're like, we ran your information. There's nothing. You're a the ghost. Last, for the last five years, you are a you're an absolute ghost. We've only known one other person, Forrest Whitaker or something like that. No, that's an oh, actor. I Forrest forget. Taft, I think, was his Taft. name. Taft. It was Forrest Taft. Which, which I love because, of course, Taft's our fattest president, and Stigall played him. <laughs> We're, of course, referring to the secret agency that Forrest Taft on deadly ground, Steven Seagal. It's that same force. The guy's like, we thought that was a mandatory five years scrub from your life if you're in the Mandatory. Yeah, absolutely. And even, I guess, apparently... Josh didn't even know that. He's like, what, did I? I don't like, he's a, do you have amnesia? What's going on with Josh? Yeah, because the sheriffs leave him alone with that information, and Josh's like, I got to get home. So does he have to stay, or can he go? Because he just told the guys he was going to go home, but then he doesn't. Anyways, he gets down into his car, and he's slipping into the Black Lodge again. He's fighting it. He hears, like, helicopters and bombs crashing, and he's having a full-on Vietnam flashback. And then the ringing of the phone brings him out. Yeah. And he looks at the flip phone and got that beautiful picture of Rachel. It's like, that's my wife. That's my wife. And he's like, Rach, I don't have time. Rach, this is Frank. Why don't you come over and have some Franks? Get the barbecue <laughs> all grilled up. Oh, all grilled up. All heated up. <laughs> grilled up. Let, come on over. He See, Josh was going through a hard time. He was saying a lot of things to Rachel about how he thinks he's – needs to change something about himself and Frank's like I know where you're at right now and the last thing you need to be is alone come over suck on some of we're, my dogs we're gonna pray the gay away we're gonna Get pray that gay away we're gonna cut your hair boy you're gonna pray the sleigh away no <laughs> so he's at the barbecue we see our little girl uh, Beth she's got uh, blonde highlights because her hero is Josh she's a perfectly fresh highlights yep and she's wearing a Kevlar vest. <laughs> I like that. And she's just all goo-goo eyes for Josh. She is, she's got her tongue out. She Her eyes are popping out a little bit like the old wolf cartoon. She's got her elbows perched up on the table, hand, uh, chin resting in her hand, just staring at him. And we, meet I th- there, we don't see what's going on on the table, but I think there's some you know, foot flirt. A little footsies going on. A little footsies going on. Oh. And Josh is just sucking down some of that sweet. 
Kobayashi uh, and those dogs, dude. Yeah, he's definitely Kobayashi. Dipping them in water and this. Yeah, he's got the water and he's got the pink lemonade there. It's a beautiful little affair here. We meet uh, Frank's wife, Franklina. I don't remember what her name was. She had a name. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Grandma. That's the only name I saw for her. And we see what a loving couple because they're both loving in the Lord and each other. Yeah. There's a beautiful couple. They're like, it's like they, they, they're like they just met the other day. That's how the love is that strong. It, again, I think it's because we don't know how much time has lapsed. It could have been five to two days in between him going to the sheriff and him going to this barbecue, even though it was supposed to be that afternoon. We really don't know how much time has passed. Everyone's in new clothes and everything. So it's like, what day are we in? I don't know. It but that, time to get highlights. God works in mysterious ways. He does. So while we're, while, while we're here at this barbecue... We have um, uh, Liz, or Beth, Elizabeth was her name. Uh, so we have two different versions of her name in the notes here. I just heard her called Beth in the movie. So Yes, I everyone was calling her Beth. and uh, Which is short for Elizabeth. Right. Come to join you, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, but I, what I was getting at was I think, um, again, Frank is one of these Death Wish guys. He sees murder. He gets the rumbling in the trousers below. And I think it's in those... A Russell. A Bronson Russell. A Bronson Russell. He gets the Bronson Russell. Russell. Yeah. A Brussel. And I think he went home maybe those five to two days and him and his made, wife... Made sweet missionary position sex with his They wife. went right back to, to the honeymoon Only phase. To procreate. Yep. Unfortunately, she's old, so they can't have kids. I wonder if he's got a little uh, uh, blonde wig as well that he would wear and... Bang his wife. No, they love each other. Okay, he's got the Lord on his side. So little Liz, little Elizabeth, she jumps up. She's ready to do the dishes. She's never done that before, girl. Ever. Ray's like Ray. Frank is just like in guffaw. He's like, huh? Who knew? Just a little murder will just put her in check. She'll just do the chores. Murder has made this family all the tighter, all the better. Like everyone's a better person for. For murdering some subhuman bikers, so I I didn't think we were gonna find so many connections between this movie and Death Wish, but literally the world is a better place with murder. Right. Well, the right people get murdered. Yeah. Good. The Lord empowers the good guy with the gun. Right. So Frank's he's a trifling motherfucker. He can't. He's got. He's just, can't leave Josh alone. He sees Josh is troubled. Yeah. Well, he is staring into that glass of lemonade, like you know. I like he stares into the trash lodge die, you know, he's just like so lost and you can tell And he's like, Josh, I know you've seen things. I know I, I've seen that look before. I had that look before. There's a little illusion that maybe Frank had killed. He'd seen some more maybe in Vietnam. I don't know. Yeah, I, they did a better job with the subtleties of Frank than they ever did with uh, B- the well, Bosbarian. Ray White can act. He's the only person killed act. In That's this a movie. good point. And he's like, Josh. Jesus is a bridge that can take you home. Because he's like, I just want to go home. He's like, Jesus is that bridge that will take you home. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look, I put my faith in this vest right here. By the way, you, you want to buy this? He he finishes his question. He's like, I've got your third answer. I choose the vest. He's just fighting against God. It's like, we're just like, we yeah. as good Christians are like, what's going on with you, Josh? Except the Lord is your, your savior. Yeah. We spend five minutes here with just him saying you need to buy the vest god won't do anything i did it a hard sell on frank i did it all i did it with my own two hands 
the Lord doesn't work in mysterious ways. My hands work in furious ways. Yeah. So he's like, look, I got to go. I got to hit the hay. I'm, you, you know where we can go? Well, there's a flea bag motel right down the street. Uh, yeah. He's like, you, you're welcome to stay here. No, no, I don't believe that's proper. And as he's leaving, we see that cat and another biker are, like, peeking around the corner. Little lurking, spying. Yep. Got the binoculars. Getting some information. Brand new binoculars. And, uh, yeah, Josh heads out to the motel. Two more bikers following. Well, the same two bikers following him to the motel. And uh, we watch Josh as he walks into the motel. And, guys, we're getting some of the, the most despicable people. Not talking about the Bosbarians. Talking about someone who practices a foreign religion. Hinduism, in this case. Yeah. We have an Indian gentleman. Yep, he's got a big Ganesh on his desk. And they zoom in on it to let you know this is some pagan shit here. They do some Danzig. uh, uh, Murray, I'm going to excuse that curse word, but because we're talking about the devil's work. But, uh, yeah, they, they do a Danzig still frame on that Ganesh for about nine and a half minutes, would you say? At least nine and a half. And they play some eerie music along with it, and then they cut over to Josh's face, and he's confused as well. Well, we see the the Indian shopkeeper, whatever you want to call him, hotelier. He's he's just glued to the TV, and we're seeing Russia and Iran are in a war right now. This is the beginning of the end of days, people. Finally. And finally, yeah, really, get it over with. And he's distracted, and Josh's like, excuse me, excuse me! Ding, 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 what do you want, sir? And he's just like, sorry, did I, am I allowed to do that? Hank area can't do that anymore. Can I do that? No, we can because we're serving the God. Okay. The God, the Lord. Yeah, the good we're God. mocking a heathen, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. It's okay. You see, he wasn't mocking the heathen. That's what was right. wrong. He was making Apu a relatable, likable character. Yeah, I don't like that. And he just throws a key. And apparently you don't need to give a credit card for this place. It's a, it's a pump and dump play place. You pay five bucks for the sheets. Yep. It's 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 like standard fare. Yeah. And he just gets his hotel key and just goes to his room. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, we're going to go back and check on Hog. Hog? Who's Hog? <laughs> Bosbarian. Him and his crew, they're, they're fighting by the firelight. I love it. Big old bonfire happening. Got everybody circling Murray, brother Murray. Little bit of a fight ring going on here. Are you? Wait, I never really thought about this. Can we fist fight for the Lord? Of course we can. Okay, so your your uh, tournament fighting. All you is gotta still... do is get a giant cross tattoo on your back, and you're good to go. I'm not. That's right. And yeah, and it's Sting. Fighting some other guy, fifty five year old Sting at the time. Beating up some younger, much younger man. Yeah. And he he handles him. Like, Bosbury was like on a throne or whatever watching. Yep. Having a good old time when we see Cat roll up and she just whispers something into his ear and you see this big old grin come across his face. Well, not grin, but he's he's upset Scowl. by these words. Scowl. Scowl. That's the word. It's, it's a negative word. I don't like that. Now that I found God, I like the positive words like grin. So... Yeah, he's troubled by something, and Cat just can't cut through to him. There's something happening. This movie doesn't. She's trying to save his soul. I think that's what's happening. Okay, so we are getting some subtlety out of these two. And since Boz is going to listen, she decides to step up to Sting. She's going to fight Sting. This is good. I like a nice intergender match. We need more of this. But as she steps up, everybody laughs at her. 
They tell her to go sit down, do some ponytails or something. Do some braids. Do some braids. You know, this is this is men's work here, babe. Toots. So Boz points out the next guy who's going to fight this thinger, and of course it's suicidal tendies. Right. Pops off his shirt. It's got. He's also covered in tattoos on his chest and everything. No crucifix tattoos at all. That, yeah, he's evil. He's definitely evil. It's very concerning here. Sting uh, has a pretty sweet soul patch going on. Yeah, that's how you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And just as they're about to fight, Abaz Barian, he has to motivate these people. He's like, I'm losing them. So he gives a speech. <laughs> Three were taken from us. But I know who and where. Tonight, we get our vengeance. So he sends Sting over to Frank's place. Yeah. Go there. Keep an eye on them. Capture them. But don't do any of the murder. Cat's like, I'm going. And he's like, all right. I like it. You can go. But you can't do murder until I get there. You got to hold off on that. All right. So Josh is in his hotel room. Got the got some Al Jazeera on in the background. This is how evil the world's gotten. We only get Al Jazeera news. I mean, no, that's lies. Yeah, they. Oh my gosh, I I uh, I stopped it on each frame of you know the news they were showing, and it's all in like uh, Cyrillic. Is that the Arabic? Arabic. Okay, yeah. Cyrillic it, is Russian. Okay, my bad. Well, it could have been either because we know it's a fight between Russia and, and Iran. Iran. And we know that's how crazy the world is. We know Iran. We know from Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, Iran and Russia are like. Two peas in a pod. So yeah, what's going is, on? Wait, this has got to be false news. Fake news. Or yeah. fake news. It was false news in 2013. But yeah, fake news. Uh, as we know it today. Oh, we know Trump invented the phrase fake news. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Th- Great th- Christian, by the way. I think this was, yeah, some fake news happening here. They're giving CNN just serving us up softballs. This well, is, if you do your own research, you know. Well, he agrees because he turns it off. He's like, I'm not believing this shit. He's, so you can tell there's a glimmer of goodness still in Josh because he refuses to believe the fake news. Yeah, that's right. He does his own research. He knows, he knows better. <laughs> he turns it off. He ejects his Geo Cities because it's 2013. That's where he gets his news from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. He hears this quarrel over next to paper thin walls. Paper thin walls. And this man is pummeling this woman. He's hearing it. Like, you think it's like, is it rough sex? No, he's beating this woman. Oh, man. It's not, like just just by uh, going by the noise of the punches and everything, I thought it was the fight scene from They Live. It was intense. <laughs> yeah, it Crash. Well, it did go on for eight and a half minutes like the fight scene from They Live. And all we're doing is seeing Josh's face kind of try to react to it like a – like a puppy when it's confused and the it guy actually because it's much like commando there's a door in between yep guy throws his girlfriend through a door there's somebody a woman pegging a man and they're filming it it's yep. it's, it's end of days it's, i i'm gonna let that go because obviously <laughs> i'm just pointing out what Lord, i saw it's yep we're just we're ju- pointing out how disgusting it is we're investigative journalists we're just we're just reporting right. that's all we're doing so so the guy storms off gets in his car leaves and so Josh is like, I have to help this woman. I have to. So he gets up. I want to point out, he's in room seven. He turns to his immediate left to room nine and knocks on the door. Don't know where where uh, eight went or six, but he goes to door nine. Knocks eight is on the trash lodge. Eight. Oh, interesting. If you open the door between room seven and nine, you go into eight. I like it. Even though there's no door, I I don't understand how this works. But yes, I'll go. I'll go with it. There's a door of the mind. It's the door of the mind, 
And so he goes over there, and he just softly knocks on the door. He's, like, kind of pawing at it because he <laughs> like just – Like doesn't, a cat that wants to get in your room. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what possessed him to go he, over. Because his, his instincts, he even is not to get involved. Let people brutalize other people. Yeah, well, that's also going against the American way because you're supposed to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. So he's like, am I a communist if I help this person? And he doesn't want to be – Conflicted is basically what he is. yeah. So he's pawing at that door, and the woman is like, what? Is someone pawing at my door? Do I hear heavy breathing? And she creaks it open, and she's got a little raspberry jam on her face, and she's got an arm in a sling, and, you know, we're looking rough. Her hair is kind of disheveled a little bit. But she still looks worse than uh, Paul Kersey's girlfriend from last week. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and, yeah, she's like, what do you want? You know, wait, are you going to hit me now? And he's like, no, no, I just heard there was trouble. You need to get away from here right now, kitty cat. I heard your paws on the door. My boyfriend is a UFC fighter. And it'll be back any second now, and he's not going to like to see you here. What do you, you think you're going to come in here and save me? Is that what you think you're going to do? God, you're all the same. You phony Christians. Oh. And he's like dumbfounded. And then we, we just leave them. Cut to Frank. Oh, Frank's like Frank. out on the front porch. He's just looking out, and he doesn't lose himself in, uh, by looking at his finger. <laughs> no, he stares. Heavenly glory, the heavenly glory. That's what Bruce Lee was talking about. Bruce Lee was a Christian. Yeah, I bet him and Ray Wise would get along great. I bet. Yeah, I bet he probably trained Ray Wise in the way of the Lord and fisticuffs. Oh, and fisticuffs. Interesting. And maybe Ray Wise taught him about Jesus, and he taught him about fisticuffs. Oh, I love it. This is a movie that should be made too. A buddy cop movie with Bruce Lee and Barry Wise. I love it. I would rather watch it than this. So <laughs> he's just staring off in his, the heavenly glories. God, thank you. Oh, you've given me so much. You saved my do? life once again. What? Apparently, he's constantly in danger. Well, he does own a convenience store, so he probably is constantly getting robbed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though he has like AR-47s on the wall. Uh, yeah. a, a convenience store in the middle of nowhere. We've, see, we've seen dirt roads, nothing. I was shocked no there wasn't a gas house. station. Cause it's, always, it's always a gas station in the middle of nowhere. It should just, be. It was it's, just guns, jerky, jerky, and Franks. Beautiful, beautiful hot dogs. Yeah, and of course, little little Elizabeth comes in. Rolls her eyes. Uh, you didn't close the door. Grandma says you're letting bugs in the house. This girl creeps me out. Well, she's still living that heathen lifestyle. She's still in L.A. mentally. She's, she's a little Satanist. That's all I'm going to say. And he I just, saw her texting. I heard the numbers she was pushing. And then uh, Frank just rolls his eyes and goes, Lord, you get it. We're going to turn her around. And then he walks over, picks out his Bible, and it, again, he's just like the fireplace is roaring. You just see the glow on the wall, gets his Bible. We can see the girl. She's still heathen because all she's doing is texting. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you could, you, could hear, you, could, you could hear the numbers she was punching in, and I translated the numbers, and she was going to uh, 8chan, which we know is Whoa. not a good place to be. That's twice as much as 4chan. That's twice as much, okay? Twice as evil. Twice as evil. This is 23. 2013 HN too. That's oh, disgusting. Matt Gates was a fan of that site back then. <laughs> so he opens that Bible up, got the bookmark, and worry. it's very interesting because then he kind of looks up and Ray does a wonderful job of expressing a lot of things with his face. If you want to go hand acting, Drago, face acting, I'm going to Ray Wise. He says a lot with his face. He does, but then also a little ominous tune well, kicks you, in. You do because that's where your mouth is. You do say a lot with your face. 
that's a good clean joke there. Vinny would like that that's joke. A dad joke there. Hey. <laughs> so he's just like the glory of God is just beaming on our Frank. Yeah, and you know after he uh, not you know uh, we get the ominous little tone there. He nods like he understands something, and the audience understands something. But what? I don't know. Well, because you, we were in the process of becoming Christians through this movie, so yes. we're still searching. Yeah, we're still searching. All right, we're going back to the motel where uh, the troubled woman comes over. That and harlot, knocks, that Jezebel. That Jezebel comes over and knocks on door number five now. She's like, all right, you know what? I think there is something you can do to help me. Just give me money. Just give me money. Just, just give me some money. That's not the kind of help you need. Josh to say say who gets doesn't get money, you know? But he is trying to avoid... Well, he just wanted to beat somebody up. He didn't want to give her money. He just wanted to beat her boyfriend up. Oh, he wanted... Oh, that makes sense. And so she's, she's like, starts guilting him about it and everything, throwing his... Th- she thinks he's some kind of religious guy, too. I think he left out Gideon's Bible on the... Well, yeah, he did leaf through the Bible in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, so it was probably left out on the bed, and she was again like, oh, yeah. That's You're one right. of those people. One of those people. She goes back to her room where she, like, pouts on her bed with her back to the door, and Josh is standing in, in the doorway now and is trying to be like, look, I... <sighs> You gotta, you gotta find something, you know, to give you more meaning. Drugs won't do it. I, I gotta. I, he doesn't immediately assume she's a drug addict. We don't know anything about this. Nothing. Woman. She, she looks like a perfectly healthy human being, aside from the raspberry and you know, that was the disheveled hair. Yeah, and he's just hitting her like, you gotta get off the drugs. You know, it's not, a, not a good way to live. And uh, she hits him with because he's like, I used to be a real uh, bad word. I used to be a doo-doo. I used to be a dirtbag like you. Yeah. But uh, then I found Rachel. And Rachel, she just changed me. She's what I live for. She's she's everything for me. And does he have the flashback where he first meets his wife? The first thing she says is, will you pray with me? Yeah. yeah. That was in a minute here when <laughs> okay. he goes back to his room. Okay. And, like, all the heavenly glory starts happening. <laughs> yeah. So she mocks him again, and she's just like, look, there is... No force on earth that will change you on the inside. Right. You're shit. You're shit for life. Oh, Murray, I'm going to allow the, the potty language. <laughs> so uh, just that <laughs> this is just destiny for this guy. This is the path the Lord has put Josh on. And I think he's starting to tra- transition a little bit into Joshua. You know, he's starting to see the way. And the boyfriend comes up. He's got maybe 100 less pounds on him. Probably several inches shorter as well. Six inches shorter. Okay. And he steps right up to him. What are you trying to do? Trying to get with my girl? What what is one of our only other person of color in this movie? Was he? I think he was. (laughs) I I, I thought he looked a little like Latin or something. He's Italian. He's Italian. They're not white. (laughs) And he gets up he gets up in uh Josh's grill and Josh is like, Hey man, I don't wanna I don't wanna fight, but I will. Yep, we see that look again. We know that look where his eye, his face just gets distorted. We see him struggling. He's going into the trash lodge, and we know what happens when he walks out of that trash lodge. He he's the Matrix man now, right? Well, I got we we should look and see if there. I doubt there even was a fight choreographer for this movie. But it was a very Jeff Speakman fight. Because remember Jeff Speakman yes. had all that slapping <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what yep, they yep. do. Because he's it's almost like a, a Shaw Brothers kung fu movie where it's all blocking punches like. They're, 
Yep. And they're just doing that. And they went along with the style at the time of lots of quick cuts, and they were just like shooting between cuts, and it's just nauseating. It's bad enough, but then they're in super close quarters because they're in this little motel room and everything. And so, um, yeah, the guy wants jo- uh, Josh's money or he's going to break his arm, but Josh, of course, fights back. He throws the guy out the door where he reveals he's got the most devastating weapon known to man. He doesn't pull a knife out. Pulls out a oh, ye- dude, box cutters are fucking dangerous. Box cutters are sharp. Yes, yeah. this is true. I just thought it was very funny that he had like a yellow little <laughs> box cutter, and it was like usually a guy would pull out like a fashionable knife or something. This guy, well, he'd be learning people are broke. All they can afford is a box cutter. That's a good point. Yeah, because they're buying Desperate. all those drugs. Because... Because the world is kind of like like falling apart, but yet not. Like, are they running away from like poverty? What's going on? We don't know. Yeah. So now, Rich, his name was Rich. Apparently, Rich is coming back with the box cutter. He's throwing stabs. Everybody's seen Richie, and that just sets him off. He talks to the hot dog. (laughs) 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 He just starts. It's like I'm sorry, box cutter, not enough to stop Josh. Josh slaps it away. Yep, he slaps it out of his arms, and then he locks in a sleeper hold. Perfect. And then uh, that girlfriend, she have a name? His girlfriend? Uh, girlfriend. She goes over, grabs Richie's arm, lifts it once, falls down limp. Lifts it twice, falls down. And we know the third thing. You're done if you yeah. get the uh, and Just as he's about to go with the finger up, a little girl comes out. I want Paul. It's Chelsea from Death Wish 5. She just walks in. What? This is the kid of Richie and girlfriend. Yeah. And we're like, where did he go to get her? Was she just hanging out outside? Was she collecting rocks in the parking lot? Um, was she scraping her knees in the woods that were adjacent? Like, where was this little girl? I don't know. If she walks in. That's enough because Josh has a daughter of his own. So that snaps him out of this. Almost going to snap this guy's neck. Yeah, he do- he goes into Matrix Man mode. Like, he's not a human being at that point. So it's scary when he goes into there. It did help that after he was distracted by the little girl, girlfriend went over and got a lamp and bashed it out. Of his yeah, head. she did. He no sold the crap out of that though. And so he comes out of it, and he goes, "Wads to pull some wadded up money out of his pocket, throws it at him." We don't want your money. No, you have to take it, because today you taught me something so important. And he's playing with that those locks of hair, and it's just like it's finally gonna happen. He's gonna cut the hair. He's gonna stop bleaching it, Murray. He's done with the streaks. He's done with the Applebee's. Well, he's, he's done. He's on the path to God. He's done pinching their buttockses. So he walks out, and he feels a little rumble in his tummy. He's like, "I haven't eaten today. Yeah. I give all my money to these people. All I have is thirteen cents in my pocket, but I need that high ho." Not a yeah. ho-ho. This is the generic brand. Hi-hos. Got to get the hi-ho, yeah. In a vending machine. And he's like, crap. All I got is 13 cents. And we're zoomed in on his hand with the change scattered in it so we can count it because they really wanted us to be able to count it. It the exact same amount of money Jean-Claude paid for his gumbo in That's our right. target. That's right. And <laughs> they just cut in the scene of Jean-Claude's <laughs> hand with the change. Yeah. And then you just see this big old Bosbarian Paul extend with because there's been cuts while that fight was happening with Richie, where you just saw the silhouette of a large Bosbarian sized man, and he's been watching um, he's, he's Joshua met, yeah. fight, and he's like, "Finally, an opponent worthy of me." <laughs> I don't know this voice. 
Oh, and so yeah, he's like uh, gonna gonna offer up his change. I right, throw some cords. Like, I collect these cords. They're pretty cool. You, the states. They're states. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you got a Delaware? I need a Delaware. And we're we're gonna get real preachy now. Seems like we're always searching for more. Go on. It's what's it's what good neighbors do for each other. Yeah, he's trying to work our boy Josh because he has evil intent for Josh, yet he's trying to be his friend. The devil is very tempting, you see. He works in high hopes. I think what it was is he, he sees like that guy would be good for my gang. I just saw him destroy this guy barehanded. Like I want to recruit him. He knows about Josh though. Yeah. He but, knows and he wants to get vengeance but, but, on him. No, but what he does is he he's testing him. He's throwing out he's like, Is this guy simpatico with me? So okay. I'm gonna tell you my life philosophy. Okay. So he just comes up. Feels like the whole world fell apart. Well, that's according to the beginning of the movie. It did. It I don't. Did. We don't know. Like, it, it, we have seen no signs since the original crawl of the movie because <laughs> everything else has been fine. Well, we've seen lightning, and we've seen another illusion, Christian illusion, burning bushes from the lightning. We did see burning bushes too. Which of that's course, we right. know Moses in the burning bush. And the only other bad sign of bad things to come was that we had a Indian entrepreneur, an innkeeper, yeah. and that's just we can't have that. No. Stealing jobs. Ex- oh, he's stealing jobs. And then he's going, where are the Titans? Nothing but children crying for their mamas. Cancel culture. It's all crap. No, it isn't. The heroes are out there. They're on the front lines. They're over in Afghanistan. Thank you for your service. People. Thank you. I'm saluting. We're both saluting right now. And they're out there on the front lines. What about here with all those Colin Kaepernick's? That are kneeling for the American anthem. There's going to be a reckoning soon. And the Titans will take the world back from the politicians and the lawyers. You're confusing Titans for tyrants. Good thing there will always be people like me to put them back in their place. And Josh, not Josh, uh, Boz is kind of hurt. Because he's like, I thought I could turn this guy. But no, I have to kill him apparently. Yeah. So, uh, Josh lets, uh, or Boz, Boz lets goes, Josh walk. walk away. Yeah. And he walks away. And he, well, he gives him the high hose. He does. He lets him have his high hose. He's like, I want this kid to have calories. He's like, I, oh, thank you, Satan, for your work, for a worthy opponent. I can't wait to strangle this man with my bare hands. Cut to Frank. He's still reading that Bible, just smiling. He's just like the good word. Wife's there, getting a hold of that nice. What do we call it? The bron- the bronze, the Brussel, the, the Brussel. She's she's looking got, over his shoulder. Yep, she's reading over, the Bible with him. Oh, uh, there these two. Um, little, like Elizabeth Elizabeth like has looked over her phone, her shoulder, and she's like, "Oh God, get a room." Sorry to lose, use your name in vain again, Lord. I love you. Do people say that? I love you, Lord. Sure. We're so new to this. I'm know. feeling it all out. Oh, God, we've been godless our whole life. I mean, yes, thirty plus so you years. Gotta, you have to forgive. I know we have a huge Christian following because we're a family show. We're a family show, so you got to forgive us that we're, we we will slip. We're because we're only human. Yes, right? yeah. It, just like in the prayer, I uh, you know we did earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was I was like six or seven year old years old when I brought. A knife into uh, my Sunday school, so it's like ever since that day I was godless heathen. You were, yeah. You rejected God, yeah. And so I got a lot of time to make up for. So this proves that these movies work. That's right. That's right. Anyways, Frank, all this beautiful moment—it's going to be interrupted. 
We're not going to get a sweet lovemaking session and get a uh, baby born out of, you know, a 75-year-old couple. Immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. <laughs> because rocks are going through the windows. And Frank immediately goes for... Good of the bikers to warn them before they open fire. That was very nice of them. Huh. And uh, so Frank goes for one of the 15 guns he hides in his living room. It's just like uh, our villains in Death Wish 4 where they have phones scattered throughout their rooms. Uh, like five phones in a living room, you know? He's got five guns Every room has to his... have at least a gun. I mean, what yeah. are going to do? And so Frank grabs his uh, pump-action shotgun... And he's all. Lo- it, this is not just like a double barrel, old timey shotgun. This oh. is like oh. some heavy stuff. He knows his guns. Yeah. So he starts firing back. He nails a guy. He's telling you know. He gets winged by thing by a shot. He does get winged by a shot in the arm, and he's telling his wife like, "Get get down, get low." And then he pulls out one of the three guns he has strapped to him. He falls her. down, turns around, shoots the guy at the door, yep. and then he like pulls. He's like. This was a gun in my pocket, and then throws it at his wife, and then he gets then he gets a little brussel going on because he sees his wife kill a motherfucker. Yeah, and, <laughs> and meanwhile we got Liz working the phone. She's put down. Yeah, why? Why is she texting to the cops? Can't she? Just, you can call people, kids. You can use the phone to call. It doesn't have to be texting for everything. But she's texting, and remember, it's a flip phone, so she has to go through the, all the fucking numbers. Yeah, taking forever. Murray, I can't excuse that, brother Murray. Hey, like I said, I'm a human. I'm fallible. Okay, I, it's it is, but we we do need to strive to be better. <laughs> we got to be better. So the bikers apparently raided some kind of like military place because yeah. they have tear gas. Right. Well, all bikers carry tear gas. <laughs> I don't know that. It's right next. And to And Frank the knows all about it. It's tear gas. And I, 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 you would think he would have a gas mask in every room too, but no, he's you not. would think so. But then again. He's always an offensive guy, not a defensive guy, because God defends him. God, yeah, exactly. God is his defense, and he is God's offense. Right. Mm, that's beautiful. That's scripture. I believe that's one of Job's proverbs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Give a man a gun, he'll be your offense. <laughs> Give the Lord your chest, he'll be your defense. Oh, beautiful. I love the Bible. It's a good one. Anyway, so Liz and the grandma, they head out the back. They climb through a window, and it's looking like they're going to get away, but then there's Cat, old Cat, creeping along in the bushes. She pops yeah. out with those big designer sunglasses. It's nighttime. Take yeah. the sunglasses yeah, off. Come on, Corey Hart. Come on. And she's wearing her very nice leather jacket and everything, designer jeans and heels. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing about this woman is intimidating, but no. here she is. And she sees this beautiful 12-year-old girl, 30-year-old woman playing a 12-year-old girl, and she's just holding a gun to their face, but it's, I can't do it. I just I because she's she deep down is a good person. We'll never know why, but she is. Maybe they reveal it in the later movies. I don't know. So she lets Liz go. Yeah, like, she tells go. Liz, "You need to get out of here now." And she and Grandma is even like, "Listen to what she's saying, girl. Run." And so Liz Goes about five feet over and hides behind a tree. Yes. And by hide, I mean she's standing next to a tree, completely, <laughs> completely in sight of everybody, including God. But he sees everything. And then Frank runs, uh, falls out the window. And so Kat's got Grandma and Grandpa right there, dead to rights, on their knees. And that's when they, all of they our— They start praying, and then she's like— They don't start praying yet. The bo- but, the whole Bosbar— Bosbar well, no, she's like— Cat's like, get out of here. Yeah, it's that's just right. Just as they're about to, 
Then the Bosbarians show up. That's right, so, with Sting! Sting! And so he's like, <laughs> we're going to kill you. Oh. And Frank's like, he's made his, he's in care. He's, he's going to heaven. So he's yeah. like, do your worst. He's yeah. on his knees. He's praying. He's thanking God for the life that he gave him. We we cut away from him and all of us praying. We'll come back. We're to cutting Frank. back. And this is the scene we cut back and forth. And uh, you know, we'll get back to Frank in, in the middle of his prayer because Frank is a man of God. You know, he gets lost in those prayers, just like we get lost in eating those hot dogs because they're just so good, salty, little paprika. They're so good. We go over to Josh. Who's struggling? He's in his bed. He's staring up. There's a little crucifix on the wall, and he's staring at it. He's having another trash lodge PTSD flashback. He's going to Vietnam. He's going to the Desert Storm. He's going over to all the other places we've had wars. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Iraq. Iraq. The ones that actually happened during your lifetime. He's having all these flashbacks to Rachel, as you brought up. It's her anchor, yeah. His anchor. Is her his anchor. Just like when you go into Inception, you need to have a token, you know? That's his, Rachel. But he doesn't understand is she's not his anchor. Her love of God and Jesus is his anchor. It's not his anchor, Murray. It's his bridge. His bridge? It's his bridge. That's how he's get. That's the bridge to God, the bridge of Terabithia. (laughs) Is that Christian? (laughs) Terabithia? Is that an ancient, like, Christian land? No, I'm pretty sure that's in there. (laughs) Okay. We're we're new to this, people. We're We're so new, guys. Go ahead and point out our flaws. You know, we're, we'll build our way to Jesus together. We'll build the bridge to Jesus together with you, our audience. We love you, as long as you're good, good Christians. So he's going through the whole— <laughs> The courtship. Uh, the first thing she says to him is, will you pray with will me? Will you pray with me? He's, and, like, getting off a bus or something. I don't know what's going on. I love how they—like, I think this is how they think connections really do happen. They're just passing by— and she stops him in his tracks and is like, will you go on a date with me? He's like, yeah, sure. Will you pray with me? Sure. We get a bang later or something? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a heathen, so he's like using prayer to get what he wants. He flipped his hair, yeah. That's all well, it that takes. That's probably it. That's why he keeps those, those uh Rachel's steps. into a bad boy. She thought she could turn him. Mm. I mean. Was she still working on it? Maybe she, maybe, well, what we learn later, she, she did. But not right now. He's still battling between his evil instincts because he's like, oh, like, well, okay. No, he's just having the flashbacks. I was yeah, ahead he's, of myself. he's just, he's just, yep. It's okay. It's okay. We're very excited. We're building up our beautiful climax here. He finally comes to and he reaches for that phone, which I didn't think phones back in these times had such a long charge. We're we're on day like fifteen now. At this point, I I've lost track of days, and I can, I'm still thinking two to five. But I, I yeah, know. five to two. Five to two. And so this phone has held a, held the charge all that time, and he's Those been driving around. Good. Those burners are good. Dude. Yeah, he's been driving around in the mountain areas and everything in the woods. There's no cell phone towers out there. You know that drains the battery faster. But somehow this miracle of God has kept this phone alive, so he can make this call to Rachel. Right. And he is ready to just, like, turn his life over. Bill Scott to give his life over to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Yep. Rachel, I got to tell you something. Power's flickering. Earthquakes are big, getting bigger and bigger. Lightning is striking. Lightning, everywhere. yeah. Striking in the same place twice. Oh. And it, I believe it hit a four-leaf clover. And it's like, I've killed people. And I loved it. Every single minute of it. You need to give up on me. I was part of something called the Sensei Squadron. I was there with Forrest Taft, man that five years ago you never would have heard of. 
I killed a baby and I ate it. I snapped its neck. I used to worship the devil with a man named Normad. And she's like, I don't care. I know deep inside you're a good person. You're the good person that I married, Josh. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm the lost cause. Just give up on me. I just, even yesterday I murdered somebody with a gun. It's okay, Josh. Don't you understand? God gave you that gun. You're a good guy with a gun. You stood your own ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. And this fades out. We get back to the storm. It's intensifying. And then we crash right back into that backyard of Frank. And there we have Bosbarian. And he, he, he's... Get the hammer. Frank is still just... I'm excited. I'm thinking Fred Williamson's going to pop up. No. I th- Oh, that would have been good, too. That would have been good, too. No, we just get the hammer. <laughs> Frank is still in Frank Nick. is just smiling ear to ear. He's just the, like, I'm ready to die. The beautiful Ray Wise smile that if you know Ray Wise, you, you're imagining that smile right there with us. We're all imagining it together. And uh, he's pulling up the hammer. He's got it over his head. When an intense light just blinds them all, they're like, oh, what? No, it's not. What's going on? It's the middle of the night. And then we go back. We're, thinking, we're cutting back and forth between Josh and Frank. Cut back to Josh. He sees this light. Rachel sees this light. It's everywhere, all over the world. And we see the people, the other people in the other rooms of the hotel. They go out, and they're looking up the sky. This is where we see Josh walk out of room seven that he's been in the whole time. And the door next to him now is no longer nine, but it's five. So the door of the, you know, with the woman in that whole situation has turned from nine to five. It's just Five Working now. nine to five. What a way <laughs> to make a living. And then this super dorky guy comes out. We're, yeah, we're seeing all the people walking out of their rooms. And they're the dorkiest, whitest people ever. Well, not all of them are white. Oh, you're right. And we, we learned the lesson of not being white. That's right. Because one of the dorkiest white guys is, it's him. It has to be Jesus. And then people, the rapture's happening right now. This is what's happening. Now, I, we, I know we got a lot of foreign heathens who listen to our show. I'm going to explain what the rapture is to some people. The rapture is, in Revelations, a certain amount, I forget how many, I think it's like 300-something, of pure Christians, the real Christians that God knows are real Christians, not phony Christians, they ascend to heaven. And then the rest of us are left here to live in a world where Satan and Jesus fight like a 2,000-year, like, I don't think it's 2,000, like, it was like supposed to be like 200-year war. Yeah. But then, but... It's good news, people. Jesus does still win the the battle. He always does. But it's going to be two hundred years of hell. Yeah, he he is our he's our baby face, and he's got to fight underdog style. You know, he's got to he's got to let uh, Satan get him on the ropes for the first eighteen hundred years or so, and then in the last two hundred years, he starts to make his comeback. And then the year before he wins, you know, the 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 Satan like eye gouges him, and it's like, oh no, false finish. But we get a false finish, then we get a small package reversal, and oh, Jesus cool. takes the win. Yeah, that's what happens. Because what happens is Jesus kicks out of, uh, Satan kicks out of Jesus' finisher, which never happened. Before. It never happens. The it's, one-wagon angel. He just does the Hulk Hogan uh, finger and wag. And we're like, oh my God, Jesus. And then Jesus does a small package. One, two, three. One, two, three. I love it. And so as all these people are just being bathed in this light, we hear just that heavenly bass voice, Joshua, come on me. The mix, <laughs> message might have got a little mixed there, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Joshua seems to understand what's going on. And then the light just goes out. 
and we got like an earthquake that stirs up, and then we go back to Frank. We we'll get there. Marie. Frank is we'll just get there. bathed in the heavenly glory, and he's just he's just like I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready for you to take. Me. Yeah. So now the light is no longer above them, but Frank is the light. Him and Grandma. That's their soul. So God is taking their soul from their body. Their body yeah. gets incinerated. It's just ashes. Oh yeah. No, we're we're seeing yeah. this process work yeah. itself out right now. So Frank is illuminating light, and then it slowly condenses into a ball, and. Boz, the Bosbarians don't know what to do with this. Stinger, if you look at Sting, Sting, his face, he's just like a range of emotions. He's he's well, got better facial like, like than most. Like I said, like him and Cat, there's still some good in them. So yes. he's just like it's real. Like I doubted, and that's why he's not going to heaven because he did doubt uh, our Lord. It's but true. now he believes. He's a believer. So we finally see they condense into the ball. And then they float up and to we the get heavens. Some nice 2013 Windows uh, paint uh, <laughs> graphics of the Earth getting surrounded by light, and then these balls ascend. Yeah, and every good Christian white person is saved because all the black people or people of color in this movie they stay. Yeah, Question. they're not allowed. Did Rachel get taken up? Because she was a good Christian. No, Rachel does oh, not. I get guess she oh, wasn't. Oh, wait, a good actually, we don't know yet. Okay. All right. So once this blows up into one of our most popular episodes, <laughs> and we do the sequels, then we'll get to the full story. Wow. So much people. So are, much story to mine. People are going to be clamoring for this because this is an epic tale. And then that same voice that asked Josh to come on him says, "Liz, come, come my way." And uh, you know, Boz, after he didn't get to murder these two people, he's like, "Wait, was that?" Was I seeing things, or is there a little girl right there watching us the whole time? Five feet away from us. And now she's just walking that. So they get on their bikes, and they slowly just kind of putz after her. Maybe they ran out of gas, so they're just kind of like, you know, tiptoe walking it. (laughs) I don't know. But, yeah, they go after her. We cut back. Everyone who's left at the at the uh, hotel they decide they're not going to pay their bill even though i was under the always under the impression you got to give a credit card to even get a hotel room but this is i guess a no-tell hotel where you just pay cash only after you've used the place yeah because the innkeep he doesn't worship ganesh even griff he worships the almighty dollar that's right root he, of all evil he is one of i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it but i think he is one of them in disguise so we get everybody getting it. They're freaked out. They just saw loved ones and various people turn into ash, balls of light, fly away. I don't know where they're going to drive to, but they're like, we're getting anywhere. We're getting as far away from here as possible. So they all start getting in their cars. And motel keeper, he's just like, what about my money? Where's my money? My money. So he goes in and gets his hunting rifle. Yeah, sniper rifle. And he comes out and he's like, nobody's moving. No one's going anywhere. Didn't we watch Josh pay cash right as he walked in? I don't remember. Oh, my goodness. He was throwing the money around in this movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's like. So everyone's held hostage by this guy, apparently. So I'll go to their room. Get in your room until you pay me. (laughs) Josh is broke. He gave all the last of his money to that drug addict. Right. They're probably getting high right now. And as they're calming that situation down, we go back over to Liz, who has traverse this empty field to where there's just a fire and a man who looks like he's uh, right out of a Ford F-150 commercial just sitting there in his blue jeans and 
you know, nice button-up shirt. Got a hobo and, fire going. And jacket. He's got the hobo fire going. He's got the creepiest face, you know, one that would yeah. probably lure children into the dark. He looks like a kind of guy who is an ice cream man, kind of. Yep, guy. yep, friends of Matt Gates type situation. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, friends of uh, uh, Podesta type situation. It's Paterno. Paterno? Is it? I don't remember. No, Paterno John, did, no, John Pater- Podesta. Yeah, Paterno, he didn't molest anybody. He just let somebody molest somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's one of those pedophiles, though. Okay, not up on the pedophiles. I keep I f- keep forgetting that we're good Christian men now, and I got to. Matt Gates is one of us. True. So, yeah, she stumbles upon creepy Jesus. Yeah, he's like, "Come, come, cozy come, up, my child, by by the fire with me." These large men are after me. They're Bosbarians, and I'm pretty sure I saw Sting. He doesn't have the face paint anymore, but I'm pretty it sure. Cost fifteen hundred dollars to get the face paint, <laughs> and he like, he's like, did he give her the three questions? I don't even remember. It was a very religious conversation. I remember that. I don't remember anything about the conversation. Well, what happens is she stops in front of the fire, and then the motorcycles roll up. And Boz stops right in front of the fire with uh, his two guys. Sting, of course, is right there with them. And he's like, don't you feel that? Well, he's like. Yeah, he smells it. You're right. You're right. And meanwhile, Liz is just sitting here next to this, this guy. She's like, they can't see us. They can smell us, which is weird. But they can't see us. And so Boz, they just ride off. We're done with them for this movie. And she's left there with this man who somehow cloaked her in the middle, you know. Creepy G's. Creepy G's. And this man is making these faces. He's using the same technique that Paul Kersey did at Freddie Flake's house. Where he was like right out in the open. <laughs> yet he, well, he, you know what he did? He distracted uh, Boz with a soccer ball. He had that little He must have thing. had the soccer ball, yeah. And, he's, and then he looks at her and goes, a tweet for someone special. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so what he's telling her is Michael McKean is cracking up at that joke. <laughs> oh, hi Michael. Oh man. So she is like beside herself. She's like, Did you were you the one who took my grandma and grandpa? He's like Did, Did you fall into like Bronson for a second? <laughs> my grandma and grandpa? Well she's a child and she's being just like She's method acting. Dumbfounded, it, you know? yeah. And he's like yeah, I took them. Well, why? is it? Was it their time? And she's like, did you ever ask them if they wanted to go? Didn't you realize your grandpa was done with this world? He was fed up with this. I'm fed up with this world. He says it all the time. He calls out to me and said, come get me. So not very subtly, they reveal that this man is God. He, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the creepiest Jesus I've ever seen in a movie. He is make. I'll probably take Doesn't some, even have long hair. He's got short hair and a trimmed beard. He looks like Chuck Norris. It's bullshit. This, oh my goodness! I'm sorry, Lord. Oh, I can't even go down this line anymore. Bullcaca. It's good stuff. I like this new Jesus look better. I don't like the one with long you hair. You like the guy from the bounty uh, paper towel? Because <laughs> we looked like. <laughs> He had this, like his hair was as long all the way around his face. He had Look, I don't hair, want. I don't want beard. any. I'm going to put up the picture because I don't want anyone to watch this movie. But we're going to see what creepy Jesus looks like. I'll probably get the video out there too of him just like torting his head and everything. Because this man really creep. He gets under your skin. He would have yeah. been better as the Bosbarian. He would have been better as Pennywise. Oh. 
<laughs> there we go. And so he tells little Liz, he says, wander back to town. Don't use the road. <laughs> What's happening? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Gene? Oh, yeah, wander back to the road. I'm just excited because this is about over. Oh, Okay. And that's when she says, it's obvious as it is, she finally goes, are you him? That's what we're left with. No, we cut to Josh, our hero. That's for Liz's yes. story. Liz's that's story concludes. And Josh is just sitting in that, that hotel room. He's looking out the window. He sees Apu with the gun. He's settling in with a nice quilt and a bottle of tequila. Got a little like, piece of hay sticking out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, okay, what's going to happen? Well, you got to see the next movie to see what happens. This is to be continued. It closes it out with Josh staring up at that crucifix. It's what like would, it do? What would Jesus do? It's like Empire Strikes Back. It's like that great of a like, cliffhanger. It's like so we found good. out that that Luke is uh, the son of Darth Vader. I wonder if in the second movie, I mean, our heroes escaped. I guess they're doing well, but in the second movie, is uh, the Bosbarian going to get one over? Because that's, that's the trilogy flow. Good guys win in the first movie. Bad guys win in the second movie. Good guys win in the third. I wouldn't know because I'm never going back to this series. Murray! Griff! Brother Murray! No, Griff, I'm over it. That was a phase I went through. I'm back. I like pussy way too much. <laughs> I'm done with Jesus. I'm back to my heathen ways. It lasted two hours, so how long this episode went. Yep. I'm back, baby. But I'm still going to let... All our, our, our I mean, one Christian thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let all our special death wish guests stay on the show. Yeah, well, that's the one thing I'll do. I think we'll go along with that. I like that. Yeah. So you're okay this time, people. Yeah, you've escaped. But next time we do a four guest month, and we have which all... Chris never wants to do again. No, nope, like, never. But I uh, loved it. I want somebody actually suggested like we do everybody. And I was like, Griff's having an aneurysm. Just think he doesn't even know what we're talking about. And he's having an aneurysm sensing that we want to do everybody remotely. That's not going to happen. Oh, oh, no, (laughs) there will never be more than two guests in a single episode. I will not allow that. I mean, we get we get carried away with one (laughs) guest and have three hour episodes with one person. Right. So for this, just the sanity of everybody involved, like we just we can't do that. It will not work. Have we? No, we've never had four people. No, we've only we had three, it, and it can't. It just can't happen. We've yeah. talked about it, but it just. It's gonna. That would be a long, 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 long episode, and I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> My bladder certainly doesn't. Yeah, that makes but two of us. Murray, um, we're gonna be doing. We're we're staying with the modern movie next week. Yeah, it's another another movie you discovered. Uh, we we've done a 2013 movie, and now we're going into the year 2021, which, if I understand, is the year we're currently in. So we are doing. A, I don't even know anymore because of COVID. I don't know what year it is. We're doing a modern movie. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. First time this ever. This is an experiment. We're gonna see if we can do this. If we want to yeah, do this, it will be an experiment. I really want to try to do like every once in a while a modern action movie, but it's so hard. How long is this movie? It's a uh, hour forty. It's yeah. It's right at that threshold of what we'll allow. It's tough. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to find a movie that fits this hour thirty, maybe hour forty mold, 
But everything nowadays that considers itself action is like born identity, two hours. We got this epic tale to tell you. And it's like, no, we just want a good character, a good villain. I'm glad you brought that up minutes. because I hate the born identity movies. I think they're, they're boring as shit. It's just good. people looking at uh, computers going, he's here. No, he's here. Quick cuts, fingers clacking. It's yeah, awful. They're super overrated. Well, Murray, I will uh, let you know that there is no computer hacking in this movie. Thank God. Uh, there is some uh, shooting of animals in this movie. I don't like that. There is a 100-pound girl who drags a 400-pound deer in this movie. Sounds believable. Yeah, exactly. With Well, as we experienced over the last hour and a half, with the power of the Lord, anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, we are doing a modern movie. It is called Run, Hide, Fight. I believe that's it, in that order. And it is... It's not Run, Hide, Kill? It should be. Okay. It uh, It's about a school shooting. So, you know, not... Very topical. Not controversial. No, no. We've had how many in the past month? Not school shootings, but... Just shootings in shootings, general. About yeah. a dozen or so? Only like 20 or something. Okay. So well, not too many. It's topical. It's still low for uh, this time of year. So, yeah, it'll be... Well, we know we're back. America's back because our mass shootings <laughs> are back. <laughs> we're back to shooting. We went a whole year with no mass shootings. And we don't, we gotta, we don't like that. So, oh, yeah. we're gonna, run, we're gonna... hide, fight. I think that's I'm going to yeah. mess that up every time I say it next week. That's all right. So, enjoy what I just said right now because I'm never going to say it again. And keep it warm.